0: Hello, this is Mr. Randall, and I'm one half of the Caged Cougar cast. This week we have a special episode with a different format. We're going to be delivering some hot takes, but before we get to that, I would like to let you know that this week our episode is brought to you by Clear Creek Turnips. Why get turned when you can get turn up? Turn up with Clear Creek
1: Turnips. Now let's get to the show. All right. Uh, we're going to start. We're going to start with a segment called takes of the week this is a segment where uh we have some hot takes uh, about things that might be good or might be bad uh, trash if you will all right Correct? yeah that's what
0: so so if it's good or trash we're going to be contrarian a bit right we're going to mix it up we're going to bring the
1: heat Does that seems like uh yeah yeah we're going to bring no, thats that is that that is accurate that is accurate so start us off
0: okay so Mr. i'm talk about the marvel cinematic universe Okay, so the yes. MCU, yeah, the, the movies that everybody goes to see, right? Very so my take is that they're bad, right? Uh-oh. They're actually bad, they're trash. All right, so uh, I'm gonna go all the way back to the origin of what these like superheroes are supposed to be. So anyhow, the superheroes from an origin story perspective, they tend to reflect an anxiety at the time, uh, be that Captain America, you know, American values and patriotism during a time of fascism and excessive nationalism or like a post-Cold War America, where there were concerns about like nuclear weaponry and balance of power and space exploration. So all these things kind of came out in the golden age of comics where all these different Marvel characters were created, right? Okay. And oftentimes the answer was these superheroes to like these nagging negative questions of providing a balance and pushing back against the worst instincts of mankind. Uh, think about like Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man enemies were all these like rich and powerful dudes were using technology to control other people spider-man kind of represented like the downtrodden every man who had the power to rise up against these guys right and so um, i feel like the original source material meant that like there was clearly bad guys and there are clearly good guys and you're pushing back against the negative instincts of the bad guys and that spider-man was the everyman or every boy in this case i guess because he's like He's a
1: teenager. Okay.
0: You following this? You following this? You picking up what I'm putting down so far?
1: Yeah, this this is very much like every conversation I have about Marvel movies.
0: Yes, exactly. So um, mm-hmm. my brain is rotten. So anyhow. So in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that exists in the movies, right? Different from the comics. Uh, the head of the Avengers, of course, is Tony Stark. And is Tony Stark a good guy? Like, does he behave like a good guy? Does he talk like a good guy? Does he... Does, like, this moral certainty... And this gigantic, powerful government agency that he runs and was uh, able to like operate without accountability—does that seem good? That's my question to you. Does it seem good?
1: Uh, well, I got to be honest with you. I've never seen an Iron Man movie. I okay. know that. I think that's Robert Downey Jr. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. That, there's there's my knowledge for the Marvel universe for you. I apologize.
0: <laughs> All right. So anyhow, uh, but. This weird thing, I think, with the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that the the line between bad guys and good guys has been blurred. You have, like, these good guys that operate, like, kind of like Clint Eastwood-type characters, which is great for, like, Western, but it's very strange in, uh, in, like, a comic book movie. And you have, so you have, like, this anti-hero of Iron Man, and you have all these different characters kind of coalescing in a time when we're not fighting against global annihilation or we're not fighting against... Fascism, and so what do they really have to fight against? And it's these bad guys who basically exist out of the own creation of the good guys. And so I feel like that creates a weird moral uh, blending where you where it's where you look at the good guys and the good guys are actually doing more violence than the bad guys and that the bad guys are reacting against just the unnecessary power that is given to the good guys. So it's a really weird, convoluted story that doesn't really have the moral certainty that the comics did.
1: Nice. Okay, so tell me, when when Leif gets to the age where he's going to be watching superhero movies with his friends, is this going to be the conversation before every movie?
0: Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, if you are a person that's in your life, in my life, whether you choose to or not, you're going to have to be subjected to all my different takes about things. You know, know, kind of going back to the Marvel thing, I I think the blending of, like, these all-powerful good guys who have to just, like, save society all the time, even if the saving society is, like, You got to break a dozen eggs to make a four egg omelet. I feel like that's, we're just like embracing the idea of hierarchy, structure, power, which was supposed to be the things that people were pushing back against in the 40s, 50s, and 60s when these comic books were anti those things. Right.
1: That's good. This is, yeah, this is good. This is all stuff that our listening audience should be thinking about while they're (laughs) watching superhero movies. That's all good. Yes.
0: Right. And so the whole moral of this story is that anytime there's anything Mm -hmm. bad that happens, we did an omnipotent, powerful force to just come and save us and i feel like that's a bad message like it's it's gone as like the every man a king or like every man can kind of pull himself up and do whatever he needs to do to try to better himself or like the collective like the idea that everybody should work together to make society better instead it's like no we should just have this like billionaire playboy uh make these weapons that turn into ultron and like threaten the brink of existence and then you get stuck with like the infinity war where you're like well maybe thanos has a point where, like, all of these people have created this chaos and, and, and killing and violence, and his whole thing is, like, chaos will get rid of all this, like, structures that have been built that are bad, and uh, the, the Avengers are like, no, this is good, and we're going to kill a bunch of people defending this hierarchy and structure and power that already exists. Okay.
1: So well, I, I don't know what a Thanos is, but I'll take your word for it that he's the good yeah, guy.
0: Yeah, there's a thick Thanos meme, and I don't think we should talk. Anymore than that
1: Uh, but (laughs) generally generally
0: and and, um, you know generally i just think that the movies aren't that good and if you and i know that obviously most people are going to watch it and you know sitting there just eating popcorn and liking it and trying not to go to the bathroom for three hours because they're all insanely long because they go over the same uh, plot points a million times because the characters are so flat you have to be reminded of um, that they have things going on or their personalities are to be snarky or whatever but um, I think that you know, as consumers, we should also like, think about the schlock that we're ingesting. And I feel like the messages of the Marvel Cinematic Universe aren't always that great. And even when they have an opportunity to, like, I think the closest thing to a hero in those comic books, movies, I should say, is Captain America, because he is like the only person who seems concerned with any of the damage and that any of the Avengers are doing. And of course, he's like, just being pushed back against by Tony Stark uh in a weird uh weird way but uh even with like falcon he embraces this guy named falcon because they're both veterans and they could use that as an allegory to talk about how like uh, iraq war veterans aren't being treated well by society even though we call them heroes we don't give them the tools they need to to be ingratiated back in society but instead they're like nope everything's fine and the guy that runs this is a is a maniacal uh, billionaire idiot which is tony stark so i'm done okay there- so
1: i i think i think you've successfully persuaded everyone that's listened to that to never watch one again.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's more like you can watch anything. You just have to have a critical eye about like what you're ingesting. And I don't think you have to be like a person that has a PhD to be a media media critic. Like you can look at this stuff and say, is this good or is this bad? Is this, is this messaging actually good? Does it benefit me in any way? Is it teaching me any sort of moral lesson? And I think, you know, since it's being consumed by kids, you should probably think about that. I mean, not that we should ban them, but like, is this a message I want my kids to get? I mean, I, you know, I think Spider-Man and, and Captain America are seem to be good, but the rest of them I don't really know.
1: Okay. So there Fair you go. Enough. Sorry, long take, long take. That's a long take. That, yeah. that's the,
0: I promise all the other takes a, won't be that long, but it's this is something I've thought about a lot. Okay,
1: yeah, that's a sizzling hot, very, very uh, slow cooking take there. That was and the
0: thing is, I also read the comics when I was a kid. Okay. So I, I, you know, I, do, I don't read them now, but I feel like I have these ideas of who these characters are and then when they're transferred to film, they've been very different. And it's not the case with like X-Men, who I also liked. And X-Men's really an allegory about civil rights and I think it has a really positive message in that vein, whereas the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a mess.
1: Okay, fair enough. I, I followed a good 40% of what you talked about. Okay, right good. That's good.
0: That's good. Good. Um, so why don't you go ahead and do your take?
1: All right, I, I'm gonna go for uh maybe 15 seconds. Okay. Uh, Friends, the television show, uh huh, very popular, right? Uh, might be the worst television show ever created. It's more than overrated, it's, uh, it's just awful. Uh, my wife was watching an episode the other day, I walked by and I heard at least three jokes that were homophobic. It's like, come on, Mr. Randall, it's 2020. I don't think that we need to be having that in our lives. We have all kinds of streaming services. We can watch anything we want to. Why would we hold ourselves to this outdated garbage that is Friends? I know my Phoebes from my Rachels and my Chandlers from my Rosses, and I'm just, I just, I don't think that any of it's worthwhile. Your thoughts?
0: Yeah, you know, um, maybe I'm not as hot on the on the Friends take. I've seen all the episodes, I think, probably. But, you know, upon a rewatch, I'll say I don't think these stand up at all. Like. Um, characters like Joey I don't feel like transfers to modern to the modern day and Chandler specifically with like his concerns and his like fragile ego and fragile feelings of masculinity and self-worth I don't think are uh characters that
1: you would have in a TV show today. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. So I'm going to throw some at you here cuz you said you've seen them and you've rewatched them. So moving forward is it Friends or Seinfeld?
0: Seinfeld 100%. Seinfeld's timeless. Friends is dated.
1: Friends Friends, or The Office?
0: I think The Office for like the first three or four seasons was was great. Uh, once they turned The Friends into like Pam and Jim, the Pam and Jim romance hour, I kind of got off of there. I did not. I'll take The Office even in... Even oh, I'll take The exactly Office 100%. Times. T- ten times out of ten. I'll take The Office. Right. I'll take Parks, Recreation. I'll take... Uh, curb your enthusiasm take a lot of different shows over the friends. love it
1: so we've successfully proven that friends should be banned just like you suggested that we should ban all the marvel movies is that correct right.
0: yeah in our, gotcha. in our utopia
1: <laughs> yes okay that's good so they don't exist anymore next yeah. take
0: okay uh baby shark i'm gonna say baby shark is good you know uh i think there was a backlash against uh baby shark that culture as a whole had said you know what we've reached our cultural peak or, you know, we've cannot consume this song anymore. And I've heard a lot of people say, you know, this song, we've heard it too much and it, and it drives me crazy. And I'll say that the genius in Baby Shark is its simplicity, right? It's Baby Shark.
1: Dude, genius? Dude, dude, is that dude, dude, correct? Dude, the, dude. Genius yes, the genius of Baby Shark? Is that correct? Okay, yeah, I I mean,
0: good. You know, like, not everything that's popular is genius, but I think there's a, it's a real earworm. It's a banger. You know, if you played, if they played that in the club, I think people would get out on the dance floor. You know and they would uh, shake their tail feather or whatever the heck the kids are saying these days
1: they are saying that but counterpoint to that is uh, they did play baby shark at uh, school dance and by most accounts uh, it was not a banger Uh, it was it was the source of a lot of angry emails that were sent to me uh, by uh, students yeah you know the thing is uh,
0: yeah i mean uh, we can do the hot take on the dances at another, another day. Uh, but obviously in that venue, first of all, like they could have, you know, they could have the beat drop or something in Baby Shark and make it different, right? You know, if you put that beat drop in there, you know,
1: mm-hmm. and you they get did that not. Real that's bass, true. that's true.
0: You got to get yeah. that, you got to feel that bass in your bowels really get to get you moving on the floor, you know?
1: <laughs> that's not typically where I feel them, but that's okay. That's good to each their own. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I'll tell you, you that's know, good. like
0: most kids songs are like allegories about the Black Plague Or songs about how uh, you're dying because it's the Great Depression. So it's like, you know, Baby Shark is do 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 You know, in the end, uh, you know, the sharks uh, are not victorious. But there's a lesson in in the humility of uh, losing.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Before we transfer to our next take, I I would like to say that if you say the word allegory one more time, I think we'll be down from three listeners to zero for the remainder of the episode. Just just a heads up.
0: Well, maybe we should Uh, make this an assignment to listen to then.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's right. We have the power to make it mandatory. There okay, you. never mind. Everyone listen to it. Yeah. Uh, my last take: uh, the NFL playoffs have expanded to include mm-hmm. one other team. I'm gonna say that's a good thing. It's been the source of a lot of criticism, but if we have more teams that are maybe not quite uh, that wouldn't have cut the uh, wouldn't have made the made the grade and get onto the uh, into the playoff field in the past. We would have had less teams like Seattle Seahawks when they went 7-9, and nine, had the Beast Quake run, and then maybe their, um, one of their more exciting victories over the New Orleans Saints that year. Very so true. I'm going uh, to say that expanding the NFL playoffs is a good thing.
0: So you think that maybe having this year's iteration of the Rams and this year's iteration of the Steelers in the playoffs this year could have been good?
1: I don't think it's a bad thing. Uh, what I will say is a bad thing is if they get streamed on Nickelodeon, if that is an actual thing where NFL games can only be seen on Nickelodeon, that's insane. You told me that not that long ago. I don't believe you, and that is really stupid.
0: Well, you know, you got to appeal to those kids.
1: Yes. All the kids they don't have enough. Slime Time Live are going to be uh, all tuning into the NFL playoff game right after that. That would be good.
0: I can't wait to see Rob Gronkowski get slimed.
1: <laughs> I think he will, yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah, it's a halftime performance.